1: Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the To-Do List. I'm your host, Eric Fisher. This is the show where I talk to the people behind the productivity. This week, I'm excited to share with you a conversation that I had with Mike Sturm. Mike is the author of his brand new book, Be, Think, Do, Deeper Essays on Personal Development and Productivity. The book is divided up into three sections covering those basic elements of productivity, being, thinking, and doing and in this conversation, we talk about exactly those things. We talk about the definition of productivity. We talk about how productivity is having systems and workflows, not just for your work life, but for your home life and everything in between. And we talk about how productivity is not just doing more things or doing things faster or doing things better, but it is all of those things and that it is living a full human life, that it is flourishing So, if you're ready to geek out about the meaning of the word productivity, and then how that meaning then alters what you choose to do, what you choose to think about, and how you choose to be, then this episode is for you. Enjoy this conversation with Mike Sturm. This week, it is my privilege to welcome to the show, for the first time, Mike Sturm. Mike, welcome to the show.
0: Hey, thanks for having me, Eric. All
1: right, so... I don't know how long I've been aware of you. I, I just know that I get your, your newsletter in my inbox and knew that at some point I'd have to have you on. And then, uh, turns out you were writing a book and you came out with one. And that's usually the perfect time for anybody to show up on anything, right? Is they have something to <laughs> let people know they did. So let's, let's talk about this book. Uh, be think do obviously. You know, people who listen to this show know that that's, that is, uh, you know, that those are the words right there being and thinking and doing. It's the, it's the, how are we to be and all about how, you know. It's not just about doing the right things or thinking the right things. And I want to break those down. Those Each one of those things is, is interesting in and of itself. And I think they actually kind of all go hand in hand. Why do those three things go together in terms of uh, the elements of productivity?
0: Well, for me, those were the three things that are – I guess I'll say I like to break things down into the simplest components. Uh, and I try to get – because my background is in philosophy, academic philosophy, and there's a lot of logical rigor there, where um, you know Occam's razor is, is in full effect. It is you know let's let's break things down to the simplest elements and no more, uh, and of course no less. And so when I started to to look at my my catalog of the things that I've written about, almost all of it is on self improvement, productivity all that stuff you mentioned and it gets into those debates that you were mentioning. And I just started to gather the ones that I thought were good because there's, there's some stuff that's not great. You know, I was just thinking through some things and, and I published an essay. But the ones that I thought were really good and they got a lot of response and engagement, uh, they, they kind of started to, to go into three different areas. There was the things that were about um, just being a certain way or being a certain kind of person. And then there was stuff that was about thinking uh, and they probably mostly involved thinking in some way because I'm just infatuated with, with thinking, how to do it better, uh, how we just do it by default and then um, just what, what's happening when we're thinking. And then the doing part, which is the part that I'm probably worst at uh, in my own personal life, I'm not, I overthink things and I don't really do a lot of stuff, uh, it's... Um, that that's something that I I'm always interested in from a standpoint of being a learner. I want to figure out how to do not necessarily more, but at least do more of the things that that are really valuable and that I want to do. And then as I started to to separate these essays, I found that man, what what I really also want to say in the book is not just productivity and personal development really just falls in these three realms. There's an order of operations, and uh, in the intro I, I lay that out and talk about how if you can read the book in order from the be, think, do. So, be first, then think, then do because um, I think we tend to mix those things up and if I had to, to be like Dr. Productivity and diagnose an issue that I see as I read stuff about productivity and personal growth, one of the things that I see is that we get that order of operations mixed up. We think that first we've got to think and do sometimes do before think, and only after we're we're done doing some thinking and some doing, that's when we can be. Um, But that's that's mixed up. We should be focusing on just being first, being ourselves, being comfortable, um, having a good relationship with ourselves. That's where like meditation and journaling comes in uh, as foundational practices and focus on that for a long time. And then after that, the thinking and the doing comes in.
1: When it comes to... The normal approach that people have, say, why, you know, the why behind maybe they listen to the show is that they want to get something out of it that's going to help them do something, do something more, do something faster, do something better or have it done and then be able to appreciate that it's done and be after the done. The doing is done, <laughs> you know, Um let alone maybe skip thinking, and yeah. I I love that you're do- you're approaching it from the opposite way. That in the end, the right actions, the doing, which aren't the the be all end all. By the way, um, no. But that if you must act, if you must do, do it after you've
0: thought, and think after you've been. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's tough to come up with the verb. I yes. just stumbled with that as I was writing. <laughs> like, what's the <laughs> verb here? It's be sure, but what about the past tense and the present tense? Yeah.
1: So I, I think people who are listening to this episode and have, and have listened to a number of other episodes probably are seeing right now that again these these three things: these the being, the thinking, the doing are where most of the the spread of going beyond. A to-do list, the title of the show, uh, comes from is that it's not all about having a list, which is, I, I would say maybe comes out of the, uh, the thinking part and halfway f- with one foot maybe into the doing side of things. Um, that there's so much more to quote, being productive than just the doing, just the thinking, and even the being, as we often think about when it comes to, you know, because we've talked about meditation and, and other mindful practices in that sense uh, on this show before, that it's, it's a combination of all of the above.
0: Yeah, absolutely. When you first meditate, if, if you've never meditated, if you're the type of person that's never meditated, uh, or if you've meditated and not gotten anywhere, um, then the first time that you do it, uh, you're either going to have a revelation about yourself or you're going to be uh, really angry or scared or have a strong emotion because you're unfamiliar with who exactly you are. You haven't sat down, stopped doing and stopped thinking and just observed yourself being yourself. You know, no pretense, no no context. You're just sitting there breathing and you're watching all these crazy, stupid, perverted, uh, dumb thoughts pop in and out of your head and you're, you, there's all these emotions that arise and fall away and you're like, what is all this crap? Uh, but if you pretend that it's not there and you just try to think and do all the time, you'll find that you're, you get in your own way all the time. You're trying to do things and, and think about things that don't mesh with or at least are not harmonized with who you are underneath all the the actions and the thoughts you have. And that's, for me, that's the important part. And and really, like, for someone who's just getting started in that, in the space, reading about personal uh, improvement and productivity and all that stuff, you can trash this, the, the second two parts of the book and focus on the first one uh, and then find more literature like it. Uh, you don't have to meditate every day, you don't have to keep a journal every day but at least do some of the activities that involve sitting silently on your own and just observing how you're feeling and what you're thinking and then maybe recording some of it. It's just it's a basic practice.
1: I want to come back to the the be and the think and the do and kind of spend a little more time in that area. But I also want to go into this. I mentioned this earlier, this idea of productivity and the, the way that we've kind of gotten to this word being the catch all of, you know, what people don't even necessarily know how to describe in terms of what they mean by that. You know, they, they say productivity and they and they think um, doing things. Better doing the right things, <laughs> doing things faster, getting things done, as one book states, <laughs> yeah. and that there's more to it than that. That you know, my my friend Mike Mike Vardy, he always talks about time and attention, and yeah. there's there's efficiency experts, and there's effectiveness, and there's you know, and, and it has to do with, and you've got some thoughts on this. It has to do with uh, wrestling. I think in a sense, some of what the be think do is that you're already, um, that you're already kind of grouping your writing into in terms of the book. But this idea of you know, what is the definition of the word productivity? And, and honestly, I don't know. I think, I think we can get tangled up in semantics and, and we will and the words, but, uh, well, and we do, but I, what I'm <laughs> saying is, is I don't know that. I don't know. You, you talk. My, my thought is <laughs> my final thought before I hand the mic back over is I feel like a lot of the time it's wasteful to spend the time talking about the differences between these words. Yet at the same time, I think it's incredibly helpful to differentiate what we mean by different words because you can get better insight and better, um, or, or better or deeper meaning out of them, so to speak. So
0: I agree with with everything but then I also disagree with everything. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Um but yeah, you're you're absolutely right. I mean, yet like I like I mentioned my my background is in is in philosophy and it it's part of what drew me to that uh, aside from a professor telling me that that's what I should be doing was just because I I uh I get ra- I wrap up I wrap myself up in those debates uh, about the meanings of words, like like a warm blanket. I just love that, and and it is because for one, it's fun, right? It's just it's something fun to do, and you could feel engaged and, and feel smart and like you're you're really realizing things. But then also, it it does have impact. Uh, and so when you were talking about that, you know whether or not it's valuable, there's there's two things that I put in the book that come to mind. There's there's this. Um, the chapter at the very end, which is a a new essay. So, everything in the book except for the introduction pages, um, there's an intro at the beginning of each section and an intro to the whole book. That's all new stuff. But then all the essays, the numbered chapters, those are all things I've published already. The final one though, the final numbered chapter uh, kind of addresses this point that you're talking about. And it doesn't necessarily talk about whether it's worthwhile to define these terms of productivity and efficiency and effectiveness. Um, But it does touch on something that maybe you can use as a guide if you get hung up too much on which one of those words you want to use as a guidepost. Uh, And it's something that as I was struggling to do other things while I was writing this book, I just started to to use as my own metric and that is feeling. Um, I had I had written this piece a while ago, and it's it's somewhere up on the internet, uh, and it was tentatively going to be titled Feelings Are Results Too, because I've uh, I've been told for a long time in my day job, I work in sales um, for a distribution company, like results are are all that matters, right? Get the results, get the numbers, get the metrics, that's what matters. And I'm just not that type of person, so already... I came out of the gate at that kind of job just, you know, being skeptical of that way of thinking about things. And nothing's really changed my mind in the the nine years or whatever that have come uh, between that time, right? I just, I continue to see people focusing on results when in reality, that that's not always the best way to gauge how you're doing because so much of the stuff is out of your control. It's the markets, it's other people in your organization, other people in your life. Uh, It's just, that's not always the best way to go. But what is a good way to go, at least for me, I found recently is your feeling of engagement. How engaged are you with things that you feel you need to be engaged with? Um, because at least this way then, you you can put forth what you believe to be the proper effort. And even if the results don't come in the way that you desire or the way that you expect, you're still you're being, you're being whatever it is that we're trying to be when we talk about productivity, if that makes any sense.
1: I think so. I, I think that um, one of the things – I mean, again, in the end, why I kind of – why I and others go to that place of, of the three words, be, think, and do, that doing and the results, the end, you know, being the, the – you know, begin with the end in mind as we sometimes hear. <laughs> yes. Or – um, you know, <laughs> that, 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 in, that in the end, again, what we're, what are we doing for? What, what are we doing things for? What is the outcome we're trying to achieve? What is the quote goal we're setting? And that it's the outcome. It's the getting to the thing. It's the achievement that is really the thing. Whereas I think what you're saying is, is screw goals. Like <laughs> it, when it comes down to it, like sure, make progress. That's great and all. Do your best to do that, but in the end, it's about how do you feel. Like, how are you? Are you comfortable with yourself? Are you okay being, uh, you know, who you are? Uh, you know, and, and not in a frou frou way. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. In a, in a more centered, like, being uh accepting, etc. So,
0: yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And that's that's why that's a large part of why I made that statement earlier about you know just. Just get rid of the, the second two sections of the book, and focusing on focusing on the first one is going to be where the bang is for your buck at least in the beginning. Um, you know that's uh, tongue in cheek, of course, because I'd like people to read the whole book, but but the reason for that is because so much of so much of the things we get tangled up in doing and uh, trying to achieve are because. We think that that's going to get us that feeling of comfort and happiness and I think most importantly, fulfillment or how whatever word, again, words, right? Whatever words you want to use to describe. But I think what we're after is is a feeling and it's not it's not pleasure or bodily pleasure or, or status or something like that. Those are shallow feelings, right? I'm talking about a deeper feeling. And if I had to go back to my previous life in academia, I'd, I'd bring forth something like Aristotle's eudaimonia, which is you know variously translated i think the best one i've heard is flourishing and it's supposed to be it's supposed to represent that end of human life the end goal so the goals and objectives that you set are are not ends in themselves they're means to that end of of eudaimonia of flourishing of living a full human life and the thing about that is is the way he talks about it it's not it's not so much a feeling although you can feel when it's happening but it's actually an activity so it's not getting, getting the objectives, and it's not achieving the goals. Um, that is this flourishing or eudaimonia. It is the activity involved in making it happen, um, and that's that's what he talks about in terms of building a good life. It's it's having worthy goals and having objectives that mean something, but then also being able to stop in the middle of that project where you're trying to achieve this goal and be like, you know what? I I like doing this. Like maybe filling out this report or or following up with this person is not a great activity. I'm not loving this, but like this process, I love it. I feel fulfilled and I feel whole and I feel complete. And I think that's what I was getting after when I, when I threw feeling into the mix as a metric.
1: Well, and the way that you're saying that, and I had never heard that, um, (laughs) that term before and you know flourishing to me it sounds like when you're talking about activity again that goes back to almost tying that that being is also an activity yes but it doesn't have to be but it can be right yeah it's almost a it's a choice between i can i can be or i can being i <laughs>
0: almost like doing i, can, I don't can know be or be asterisk right a yes, the little there asterisk there yeah
1: Oh, gosh! We could definitely dig way too deep here and geek out <laughs> i i mean i ho- I hope that this is beneficial for people to to think about I mean again, we can't always you can't have every episode of a podcast be incredibly um practical takeaway steps that are how you know do this one thing and earn a quick win, so to speak <laughs> yes. as 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 beneficial as that is though right like it's it's still missing something. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's a deeperness, a deeperness. That's not even a word. There is a a depth to this that, uh, you know, is to be had. I I mean, again, uh, when we come back to these three words though, productivity, efficiency, and effectiveness. Uh, and, and I mean, let's, let's quickly define, like, I mean, if you were to define the word productivity, like, what would you say?
0: The best definition, I, I'm going to steal here, of course, but the best definition that I've seen uh, is uh, output divided by input. I think that's a great right. way that in, most people think about it.
1: In other words, getting to the root of what the word productivity has in it, which is producing. Right. So it's it's a measure of output divided by input. Yeah. I, I like that. I like that. So then if we take that same um, definition and kind of then move to the next word, Um, which we don't have to do, but uh, efficiency then, when people hear the word efficiency, they hear the meaning of the word having something to do with doing things quickly, that it was efficiently done. It was quickly done. But that's not necessarily right.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. I I think it's – I think the better way to talk about efficiency is basically just um, doing things in the optimal way uh, or or how – how optimal the the process is, right? the 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 fewest steps, the least um, the least amount of work, um, you like know, the, to a point.
1: Yeah, like the best way that this thing can be done. Like it it, can, it it can't be optimized anymore at this current time. Maybe in the future it can be, but right now it's optimized.
0: Right. And the important That's- thing is that there's an assumption that. You know, you've that you've settled on whatever the thing is that you're doing. So it's it it has nothing to say. Neither of those two things, productivity or efficiency, has anything to say about um, the quality of the the output or the goal that's been chosen. Yes,
1: exactly. So then, effectiveness—that is something where I've heard people say, "Okay, so if there's the word productivity, and that's." Uh, you know, me doing things, Uh, you know, well, let me put it this way. If productivity and efficiency, people interchange all the time. They say, I'm going to productivity efforts. You know, this guy's a productivity expert. This person's an efficiency expert. I don't hear about effectiveness experts, (laughs) you know, somebody who comes in. Although I think in some senses, they'd be consultants because they would come in and say, you know, I mean, and and consultants could be the other two things as well. But- a consultant would come in and say, are you, you know, why are you guys not doing this? These things, you know, in other words, the bottom line, what's the most impactful things you could be doing or doing the right things that, that, that I don't necessarily have any kind of qualms about with people's most often chosen definition of the word effectiveness.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't either. I think that's, that's the right way to define it. And I think the reason that, 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 most people would say that what you said, which is that, I, you know, I don't often hear about effectiveness experts. Um, and even a lot of consultants wouldn't, wouldn't phrase it that way is because it's messy work. Um, I mean, it's, you know, how long did we spend just talking about the what some people would call semantic differences, yes. right? Between a couple of things. That's what, that's what I believe the work of an effectiveness expert would be because you've got, just imagine it. if you're a consultant, right, you've got to get a bunch of C-suite level people, you know, uh, high driving type A execs in a in a room and it's either a business they own or where they're supposed to deliver shareholder value to the board and they've got to be like, all right, hey, let's sit down for like three days, eight hours a day or whatever and just talk about whether you've chosen the right goals or not. And they're going to be like, are you kidding me? We, we've got these goals we got to, we got to get the numbers we got to get the metrics so it's it's messy work it's hard work and it, it's a totally different mindset you've got to be in a totally different uh, headspace and maybe in physical space to do that work to examine the goals and the objectives to see what the effectiveness is so
1: I'm seeing a little bit of a correlation here in terms of these three words with the other three but don't like hold me to that by any means. Um, (laughs) but let me see if I can correlate. So productivity being output divided by input. I, I kind of see that. I mean, some people would say, oh, that's the doing that's, Mm. that's output that's doing that's work. But, uh, and, and then some, somebody would say, well, efficiency doing, uh, doing things optimized or optimizing things that would be thinking because if you're thinking about it and you're studying whatever the process, the workflow, whatever you want to call it, then you're, uh, taking it to its next level of, uh, you know, possibilities in terms of whatever it is you're doing. You're doing it more efficiently. You're doing it more optimized. Um, and I should say this, you know, when you're optimizing things, you can put in less input and get more output. So there, there is a correlation between efficiency and productivity for sure.
0: Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Um, but then when you get to effectiveness and doing the right things, I, I feel like that's the being, right? Like that's the, uh, whatever the right thing is. I mean, I, it, it's partially thinking, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it's <laughs> thinking, I think <laughs> said, said the thinker, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, doing the right things would come out of choices that you've thought through and then acted on being, thinking, doing by being first, right? Yeah. Like, I think yes. I, I feel like, it, so, so I feel like in the same way that people go for productivity first, then optimizing that productivity, and then realizing, oh, I really should be aiming for effectiveness. It's the same thing with the doing first, then the thinking, and then the being almost being backwards.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, really, though, it kind of folds back in on itself, right? Because right. if you get really productive and really efficient, but you've been aiming at the wrong things, you know. Then you're you're not going to be either efficient or productive, right? Because you produced a whole bunch of stuff that ultimately wasn't worth producing. So maybe you could still be productive, um, but because you're going to end up doing a bunch more work to double back and and go back or or just do something else totally and abandon what you've done, then you're definitely not going to be efficient.
1: Well, and I would even say you you were productive. You you. Definitely, were efficient. You were you were doing that. You were short term efficient. Yeah, yes. You, you, I mean, you were doing that thing the 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 most optimized. You can do it, and boy, did you produce! You were productive, but effective. On the other hand,
0: you did the wrong thing. This is where this is where it comes back to words again, right? Because it depends on what um what the target of of that term is, yes. right? When you said the thing, that piqued my interest because it's like, okay, yes, you were definitely productive and effective when it came or productive and efficient when it came to doing that thing. But if you you expand the scope of the word thing or the target of, of your study from like one process or one project to living a full life, then you're definitely not efficient because even though you were efficient in the short term on a goal, it wasn't a goal that was worth pursuing. And if you re, if you were lucky enough to realize it, then you've got to go back and do what they call in the industry scrap and rework, right? You've got to go back and, and fix the, the problems that you caused, or just at the very least figure out a new plan on what you're going to do now. And then maybe you can be effective, but you've done a bunch of work that didn't need to be done because the goals weren't worth it.
1: Now that we've gone round and round with three words and then three other words and uh, you know, kind of landed here, I, I'd love to go back to uh, again, what are, what are some of the components that you think the most important components? I, I, again, I know that being is the most important and then the other two parts don't worry about. But if somebody is, is reading through the book and decides to read the whole thing, like what of not just being, but also thinking and doing would you think are the, the most important maybe pieces to start to, th- I almost said it. I'm going to say it to start (laughs) thinking about (laughs) as you – in in other words, what would the key takeaway be for be, think, and do? Uh, And you can be more – there can be more than one for for each of those sections, I guess.
0: Okay. I I would say if I wanted to go section by section, the the thinking part, I think really the most important thing to get from the thinking part – and even I can talk about just one essay in particular. There's one in there called "Think Like No One Else," uh, and it's it's got just you know actionable, surprisingly actionable for considering how I write <laughs> ways of of approaching the this thing that we call thinking. Uh, and, and it kind of boils down to systematically keeping your mind open. Uh, and there's just different tips in there about how to approach everyday problems, how to look for problems, how to look for things that are outside of your wheelhouse, so to speak, and then try to connect those with things that are in your wheelhouse, and then being surprised and delighted by the, the different insights you can have, um, the power of analogy as a thinking tool, or like trying to make an analogy between two things that don't seem like they're analogous. Uh, that that's been huge throughout my entire life. And has helped me quite a bit. Um, and really just open mindedness. If it encapsulates all into one term, thinking effectively boils down to open mindedness. And then this is where it folds back on itself again, because open minded is a way of being too, right? It's a way of, of, um, presenting yourself to the world. If I could sound really meditative and frou-frou for a little bit, Uh, open mindedness is just it's a posture that you take towards the world and all the various facts and fictions that that are in it as far as the do is concerned asking questions would probably be the action that i think is most effective it's asking questions of yourself asking questions of other people and maybe it's a little bit of cheating because that's almost like thinking right you're you're not really doing anything you're just asking questions right. yeah <laughs> but but a lot of the advice that I that I give in these these chapters uh, in the do section talk about how to how to more effectively position yourself so that when you've got to do something, uh, you're doing the right thing. So, it's basically, it's talking about the topic of effectiveness. I, I have um, a chapter in there about a Schultz hour, which is something that I read about uh, a couple years ago. Um, George Schultz, who was the Secretary of State under... Uh, don't quote me because I might be wrong. Ronald Reagan, he um he had an hour every week where he essentially did what sounded like um like a David Allen esque weekly review, but he wasn't just going over his projects and his actions. He was just thinking. What's interesting is, so George Shultz is this famous guy who uh, is, you know, who who dealt with thinking, but then he uh, his um his grandson um went to work for Theranos, and at the time. George was also very heavily invested in Theranos and that whole thing fell apart. And uh, infamously uh, he was, he was implicated as a person who just wouldn't listen to reason and wouldn't, wasn't open-minded enough to see what was actually going on, which was a huge fraud. So, that's kind of off topic, but it's interesting because there's a way to take this actionable advice that's something so simple as like a weekly thought session and seem to just not use it in the right way. You could He probably came up with all sorts of great thoughts, but ultimately it led him astray. So, there's always that warning uh, attached to actionable little tidbits and, and quick wins.
1: It seems like it's ex- exemplifying one of the things we've talked about on this show before, which is – and even just as recently as uh, talking with Cal Newport, and one of the things that we didn't really dive too deep in on his new book, Digital Minimalism, was this section on solitude, though I alluded to it, where what George Schultz was doing, um, which while you were talking, I did look it up, and he was Secretary of State under President Ronald Reagan. So there we go. Wanted to confirm you there. Um that he's sitting there and thinking but you know it, 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 it's it's one part he's sitting there and just being yeah one he's yeah. he's letting his brain um, uh, what's the word uh, when you when you uh uh, expand a brain because you're, you're stretching it so decompressing it you're letting yeah. it decompress so thinking is ancillary it's more of a being thing though thinking can happen uh definitely not doing though although no. you can argue he's doing thinking and being ah you so sorry had to <laughs> he's he's actively he's actively thinking and doing though yes. pa- though also passive so yeah the active and passive in this it's just it it anyway it could, uh, i i do have to say by the way the book is so much better structured and laid out and um What's the word ordered? Then say a conversation can be because a conversation's messy. It goes back yeah. and forth, and you come up with something as you're saying it, and so does the other person, and vice versa. But yeah, I just wanted to point that out there again. This is this is one of those this is one of those practical ways of showcasing that yes, one person doing this thing still exemplifies like going in all three directions at once in a sense.
0: Yeah, and that's the big joke of it, is right. Like I. I spent all this time like sorting through these essays, and you know, aside from the time writing them over the years, like just finding out where they go. And I figured out pretty quickly that it's like you could really put these in any of them, right? I mean, it's in some sense it's arbitrary, in some sense it's meaningful, but the big joke is that it's all—all all of them are all three. I mean, you could really make an argument for any of them, and so you know, go ahead and read and have a laugh.
1: Well, and I think okay, so kind of in closing here, I want to point this out that. In the same sense that they fold in on each other, let alone the other three words we brought up. You need to do all three. I mean, I know you were saying, you know, really focus in on B and that's great. And, and I agree with you because a lot of people don't take that time. I mean, if, if, if anything, that's the thing that's lacking in terms of the quote productivity conversation these days. Um, yeah. it's a lot of focused in on doing some secondary information and thought process going in on thought and thinking being kind of takes the back seat. Uh, yeah. So your book comes in and says, Hey, being first. And that's great. Um, <laughs> but I think that this is, I mean, again, it's an ongoing conversation. I think all three things are present at all three at, at all times. Like, like we said, thinking is a, is an action, which is a do being is a, is an action. That's a do uh, thinking vice versa is also do uh, anyway. You, you get what I'm saying. So, I get it.
0: Yep. But, it, you're doing all three all the time. Yeah. And that's like, I start out the, the section on thinking by talking about just how, how weird it is because we're, we're doing it all the time, whether we want to or not. And sometimes that's part of the problem. But then at the same time, we're trying to, it's almost like a fire hose that's always running mostly on full power. And then there's various times where we just, Hebristically expect to pick it up and then somehow control it and point it in the right direction within a matter of seconds. I mean, it's pretty ludicrous, right? But what can help you do that is just like getting used to how it's always flowing and flowing very hard so that you can come at it with a little bit of caution and a little bit of knowledge about what's going on. Yeah, man. (sighs) Seriously, I know that we're going to have to talk again, but for now, yeah,
1: but but for now, uh, I think I think the listeners had enough and, <laughs> and for Absolutely. those of you, I got to tell you it, for those of you who made it through to the end of this episode, I applaud you. I, you are my people. <laughs> um, I apologize, I guess. I don't know what, I don't know why, Come but uh, That's I, what I, have to say. I thoroughly appreciate you geeking out with us and uh, you should definitely pick up Mike's book because not only does it delve into what we're talking about in this episode, it does it much better than this conversation can convey or even instill like meaning, meaning wise to you. I I can tell you that I got lots more out of the book than even this conversation. And I just kind of said, hey, this conversation sucked. And that's not true. I'm just saying the book is something you can like sit and dwell on and and be and think and and do the reading. So there you go. I throw that out there too, oh, Mike. <laughs> this has been awesome. Uh, let's, Likewise. let's let's let's. Uh, I know people can grab it on Amazon, and I'll I'll link it up in the show notes and everything. Where else can we send people to to MikeSturm.net and where else? Anywhere else?
0: Uh, on Medium, yeah. If you just go yes. to Medium.com slash at MikeSturm, I believe is the URL, or if you can just go to Medium.com and search Mike Sturm, and yeah. I'll come up. That's, um, awesome. that's where I that's where I do all my writing these days.
1: Awesome. Mike, again, great talking with you. I know you're going to be back cuz we'll have to de- dive deeper in in other areas. I don't know. Anyway, yes. Mike, thanks thank you so much for being on the show.
0: Thanks for having me, Eric. It was great.
1: Well, that's another episode of Beyond the To-Do List in the can. I hope that we didn't geek out too hard on the meaning of the words productivity and efficiency and effectiveness, as well as our being, our thinking, our doing. And I hope that you followed along with us in the conversation as to why it can be, in fact, really is important to think on the meaning of these words that we honestly go by using in conversations without really knowing. Knowing the context of them, or knowing the deeper meaning behind them as we use them. It can make a huge amount of difference to know which words to use in which instances, especially when we're going about the business of living a full human life, that flourishing like we were talking about in this conversation. I hope that you walk away from this conversation with a different or deeper or better perspective on productivity as a whole. I hope that you enjoyed this. If you know somebody else who would geek out, about the meaning of words and the meaning of the word productivity and the other words we talked about in this conversation, I'd love for you to share this conversation with them. The best way to do that is to hit share while you're right now in whatever mode you're listening to this on your smart device, on your desktop, your laptop, whatever. Hit the share button or go over to the show notes for this episode and share it from there at beyondthetodolist.com slash 267. Thanks again for listening. I really appreciate it. And like I said, if you've listened this far, you are my people. I want to know that you listened to the end. So tweet me, twitter.com slash Eric with a K, the letter J, F-I-S-H-E-R. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you next episode.